This is The M Word, a Studio 52 production, hosted by Ben Earl. Episode 3 of The M Word, here we go, in your face, episode 2. I just want to begin by saying thank you to everyone for the amazing response to uh, The M Word in general. It's been great on on Instagram, email, Apple Podcasts, everything. It's It's been great. And uh, this is the first time I'm doing a recording knowing that people are going to be hearing this immediately. The first two I did before we'd kind of announced it to anyone. Uh, so it felt like a kind of a secret project. Now it feels like as soon as I'm saying this, it's, I'm already kind of really saying it directly to you. So, yeah, it's great. And uh, just massive amounts of thanks um, and gratitude uh, to, towards all you guys showing your support. It really does mean a lot, you know. Um you know, I'm, I'm trying my best to kind of speak honestly, speak from the heart with with uh, no preparation so that I can kind of discover how I feel on the mic and be as authentic as possible. And that's a really kind of creative process for me uh, to be able to kind of have a, a, a purely authentic um, communication. So, yeah, so the fact that you guys have enjoyed that because it was a scary thing to do and try and the fact that you guys have really liked that has been fantastic. So, you know, huge thanks to, to all of you. Um, and look, I, I want to talk about something um, uh, today, which is which I didn't really expect to be talking about. Um, and basically, I've been inspired. Uh, I just come back from Blackpool, the Blackpool Magic Convention, the biggest magic convention in the world. And I was inspired not by a trick, but by something much more magical, something much bigger. And we'll get towards that at the end. And I thought, I've, I've got to do a podcast about that really. I, th- I think a part of me wanted to do a po- podcast when I was up there at one stage, but anyone who's been to Blackpool know that's impossible um, or very difficult indeed because you're surviving on no sleep, no food and low energy for lots of the time. So it becomes it becomes difficult. So I've come back and there's a few things I want to talk about. So I think the first thing is this. Uh, I, I went up to Blackpool this year with no agenda whatsoever, just purely as a customer just to go up and experience a convention like I did many, many years ago. You know, these days if I go to a convention, it's normally because I'm either doing a performance there or, or a lecture or a workshop or something. And I decided I just wanted to go up there with no real agenda. I mean, what we did with just some of you guys, as you well know, those of you that are on the subscribers list on studio52magic.com will know that I sent a little message out to you guys saying that if you came up and asked us what the N-word was, we'd cross your palms with silver, like a reverse gypsy. And would give you something. And what it was was just a little badge which said the M word on it. And what I would do is tell people, look, there's a podcast coming, right? Kind of probably slightly underwhelming for most, but to me it was just gave myself some kind of small little secret agenda and a connection with you guys for a moment. Uh, but that was it. There was, there was nothing else. I just kind of wanted to kind of give a few of these badges out to people. Uh, that was it. And that was kind of fun to do, kind of a, an underground guerrilla form of advertising. Or That's probably the wrong words. But, I mean, basically what it did was generate probably... I don't know, 50, 60 people that were basically going to test and listen to the podcast before it was officially announced without them knowing. So that's what they did in case we you know, encountered any problems. And uh, yeah, it went really well. And so that was nice to meet a few of you and give those badges out. Um, and like I said, it was really good to kind of just go to a convention in a way that I used to when I was younger um, and just kind of experience it fresh and objectively. And from that objective experience, I had a number of insights and a number of thoughts um, that have inspired me to kind of talk about uh, the, the content of this podcast. So to begin, 
I travelled up there with a very good friend of mine, Danny Buckler. We decided to go up uh, in the car together, drive all the way up. Hang on, excuse me. <clears throat> oh, gosh. Uh, so I, we decided to drive all the way up to Blackpool together. And, and by the way... <laughs> Danny, and he won't mind me saying this, he is the worst driver ever, ever. I mean, even my grandmother drives better than him and she's dead, right? Honestly, he's the worst, right? He's safe. Oh my God, it's bad. Anyway, so we, we, we drove up to Blackpool together and we were listening to Gary Shandling podcasts, Alan Watts, Steve Coogan, discussing life, you know, setting the world to rights, life, the universe and everything. And... It was a fantastic kind of caffeine fueled journey of audio inspiration and and a lack of signalling on roundabouts. Um, and we were talking about a lot of the, the kind of process of going up. Danny was doing a show up there on, on the Friday night, of which, by the way, he stormed um, and was amazing. Um, so we kind of had a lot of things to discuss and it was really kind of cool going up there and talking and, and thinking about that stuff. And we were talking about the fact it's amazing that you have thousands of wizards assemble for three days in one space, like a kind of temporary Hogwarts, from all over the world. You know, a huge, wide range of ages, places, abilities, talents, and they all assemble because of this common, you know, shared love of magic. Thousands, thousands of magicians, an army of wizards. And and within that, there's a huge number of shows and lectures and the styles so so it's a very very it's it's the biggest convention in the world with the biggest number of magicians so i thought i'd go up and try and experience that whole thing objectively now for those of you that haven't been for those of you that have been will know precisely what i'm talking about is true and for those of you that, <laughs> that haven't well i'm just being honest um when when you enter blackpool Right, it's like entering a ghost town. Right now, I don't believe in ghosts at all. They're not; they don't exist, except for in Blackpool. They do exist in Blackpool. Like every hotel, everywhere is haunted. If you walk down near the beachfront, you can hear like kind of fairground music playing. How fun, 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 happy, fun, fun, fun. But there's no one around, right? And that's deeply haunting. It feels like at any moment a small child is just going to appear from behind a a, a one-armed bandit and say, "Do you have any change?" It's terrifying. There's something very strange. I mean, especially out of season, which is when Blackpool is on. But it, it is a very, uh, <laughs> a very strange place. Um, uh, and we were discussing how you know you have all this excitement going up to the conventions. Danny and I thinking about you know I'm going to do this, do this. You know I've got this little agenda, giving out these badges and out the podcast to a few people. And as soon as you enter Blackpool, it starts changing. You start feeling that you're entering another realm. A realm where you need a book of spells to ward off evil wizards. It's a very strange thing. And uh, there's there's also this idea that when you walk in, your idea of Blackpool, in fact, any convention, to be honest, this idea of when you walk in, uh, it, in your in my mind at least, right, this is what it is. But when I walk in, this is, this is what's going on in my head, right? Ready? Now, but 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 what actually happens when you walk through the door is this. <laughs> this is the Gubbler Radio Show. 
right? That's that's the that's the problem. That's the reality. Is that you have all this kind of build up of what the convention is, and then when you go through, it kind of all hmm, deflates a little bit. Well, that's what I find. You know, go through the doors, and there are like you know a dealer's hall of a you know Aladdin's cave of kind of plastic and broken dreams, and there are people because it's raining and the weather's terrible. People coming in to the convention from this like apocalyptic rain that's happening outside. Um, you know, because it feels like God's pissing on them at the first opportunity it gets. It's terrible. You know, I ate three McDonald's, right, in one day. That's how much Blackpool hates me, right? <laughs> it's, oh, and everywhere you look, it looks like, you know, there are people that train Pokemon. It's crazy. It's crazy. Look, look I'm not shitting on Blackpool. I'm really not, okay? But I am a little bit, but I'm not really. It's not Blackpool. It's uh, It's everything. It's the mix of everything. And also there was this... I don't know if anyone else experienced this at Blackpool this year, but there was this strange sense of um, almost like violence. There was like an aggressiveness, especially to like, you know, the Ruskin at nighttime. Ruskin, by the way, is one of the places where everyone meets up in the evenings to drink and be best friends, except uh, here it wasn't. There was, a, there was a lot of fights and things going on and weird kind of aggressive tendencies. Like people with like the, you know, the class and control of a snot-covered toddler, you know, all of a sudden it's like, you know, the Rocky music? You know, bow, 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 bow. It's like that's kind of going on in the background. And you look up and think, well, how is this happening at a magic convention? I mean, of all the places in the world to have a fight, I mean, it's got to be the saddest, you know? Except maybe a, like, a pigeon fancier's convention. But, I mean, it's not far off. You know, you know, if someone gets punched, you imagine doves flying out or people dropping wands. There's something quite sad about magicians fighting. <laughs> Dueling with wands. It just... Um, that can be taken many ways. It's just very very weird and there was this kind of omnipresent threat of violence maybe it was just me i don't know and that's not necessarily blackpool's uh problem but that that's what i experienced um and i think that in that process i i, I started kind of looking around and realizing that all conventions are the same let me say that again all conventions are the same there's this you go there you turn up it's kind of not as good as you thought it was going to be you know um there's a you know a dealer's hall and there are some lectures on and bits and pieces and and then people just session in the bar. I mean everyone is the same. And I was trying to think about what 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 I felt about that. And it's tricky, you know. It, I I think one of the feelings that I have why, why I, I find depression um, depression a little bit depressing. No conventions. Depression is definitely depressing, but I find conventions a bit depressing, is because I feel that everything gets reduced down to its lowest common denominator like it gets reduced down to the trick everything is about the trick you observe the trick you watch the trick you buy the trick there's nothing really about exploring other things there's no like experiential part of something you don't get insights into stuff i don't know maybe it's just me but um it's about watching and buying tricks rather than about it being magical uh and then on top of that there's also there's a lot of very bitter magicians, a lot of very bitter, bitchy, know-it-all, talking behind each other's backs because they all think it's a zero-sum game and people are stealing part of their pie when in fact they're wrong. And the better that everyone does, the better that you know we all do. You know, I would never wish anyone a worse-off life or to not do well. I wish everyone to be successful in whatever they're doing. I always have been because it's, it doesn't take anything away from me. I want everyone to just be successful. Go work hard, do whatever you want to do. Be good, whatever, who cares? Just do your thing. There's a lot of people that are very bitchy, very negative, and 
you know, so much kind of ego and cynicism in a small space is, I mean, look, to be honest, that's another podcast in itself, but, the, but there's something about that in the air. There's always this kind of, there's that group over there in the corner that's sitting there, you know, tapping their noses sagely as if they're the wise ones. And then you have these other people over in that corner a bit drunk. There's all these kind of weird, maybe it's just human beings being together in a space, I don't know. But there it does feel something about the ego of magic that kind of gets in the way of that. Um, I mean, maybe it's because the convention itself is so general. You know, it doesn't really cater to anyone. Like, it, it caters to everyone and no one at the same time. Like, at any one moment, it's only ever catering for a very small, specific number of people. You know? Um, and I think that, as a result of that, you're more likely to not feel catered for, for most of the time you're there. Mix that into this kind of sense of, I don't know elitism in some areas bitchiness strange little things going on all that kind of stuff i think what it does is it just compounds any negative emotional state that anyone feels rather than elevating it into something else and i just i was sitting there watching going is this the best that we can do you know is, is this the best type of thing that we can hope for when we gather you know isn't there anything else and it it was in this moment that I kind of got inspired. I just started kind of seeing the process of the convention. Sorry, I'm going to have a drink. I don't care if it's unprofessional. Here it goes. Yeah, look, I drank away from the mic to stop it sounding like I'm slobbering in your ears. But um, uh, yeah, so I started thinking about that. Um, you know, I'm sure that we can make something better. And, and the thing that I would like to attend doesn't exist. I know there's going to be people that work really hard putting conventions together. Blackpool people that organise it and other conventions all over the world. They're going to be thinking that I'm having a go at them. I'm really not. I can totally imagine there's a massive amount of work that goes into organising anything where people have to assemble. And you have to deal with a lot of problems. I, I totally get it. And I'm kind of trying to talk knowing that there's probably some people going to be offended. I'm not trying to put anyone's noses out of joint. I just think that... I think we can change something. Um, and, oh, but here's, a, here's the thing. Here's a good thing, right? Now, now Blackpool is a kind of a very strange place, and it's, a very, it's depressing, right? But the fact that so many magicians assemble in this deeply depressing place for magic, thousands of them, you know, testifies to the commitment that we have to the art. Um, you know, everyone comes together and shares, you see friends, everyone is there optimistically, if only for a moment, right? And beautiful things do happen, right? So, for example, I I was in uh, the Spanish bar, which is one of the bars at the convention, and a couple came up and were talking to me and had a daughter with them. And so I just showed her a coin trick, just a very, very simple little coin trick where you throw a coin up in the air, it disappears, it lands, invisible, it becomes invisible, you throw it up again, and it appears again in, in midair. And... And the kind of just the little smile on her face for that second, you went, oh God, that's that's kind of been worth today. And that's going to sound so cheesy, I know. But <clears throat> for any of you you out there that have, you know, children of your own, you'll you'll get what I mean. That was a really that was a really cool moment. I had an, I had another moment like that that actually happened in the Ruskin where a small boy came up and showed me a card trick. He must have been I don't know, about eight, seven or eight, maybe nine, something like that. And um, he kind of threw the cards up and he was trying to the, the trick wasn't going well and he dropped all the cards all over the floor and so I just knelt down 
and just helped him pick them all up off the floor, handing them to him. And as I was doing, I was talking to him about how well he's doing and he kind of walked off with a smile. Um, I don't know, maybe I'm just becoming a softie, but th- those two moments in themselves <laughs> were kind of quite special. That was a real moment um, that existed outside of a performance, outside of you being a professional, paid to do a job, like two little moments that happened that were that were that were really beautiful. And there were some other really, really amazing things that happened as well. Uh, like, for example, Richard Young, who uh, f- uh, is the guy responsible for the, the Magicians podcast, you know, the, the the biggest and most successful magic podcast out there. He came up to me and, and said to me, hey, Ben, you know, if you, I know that you're launching a podcast and, um, you know, if you need any help with it, if you want any advice about anything at all, um, come and speak to me. And he said, I'm not just saying it, you know, I'm not just saying it for the sake of saying it. I mean it, you know, come and speak to me if you want any help or any advice. I'll, be, I'll happily, you know, tell you whatever you want. I thought, well, that's a really beautiful thing. Thank you. But that's, that was a really genuine, honest moment. And uh, to have those moments with with human beings, with people, with people in your communities, really is is amazing. And there should be more of them. Um, you know, I also I met um, Mark Calbrice, uh who uh, is not only a great magician, he's a phenomenal human being. And we sat down and talked to each other for hours, and we didn't do any magic; just talked about all kinds of stuff. And uh, you know that moment, <laughs> you know that moment in Step Brothers where if they they look at each other and they're like, "Did we just become best friends?" Yep. Want to go and do karate in the garage? Yep. Like that moment kind of happened, um, and that was great. And it it happened out of just talking to a really honest, solid, grounded, balanced, well-meaning human being, and that was worth the six-hour trip, the haunted hotels, the the endless McDonald's, the apocalyptic rain. You know, like, those moments are, are special. Um, and so I think that if we do want to try and build something bigger and build something better, then it's really important that whatever that thing is, those moments all can still remain, you know. I mean, we we have a community of incredibly talented technicians, engineers, performers, teachers, hobbyists, whatever. And I feel that we can create a happening which is more rewarding and inspirational than we currently allow it to be. You know, the format might be completely different or it might just be a subtle change on the dial. But I think we can create something new. Um, and instead of um, suffocating our potential just with habit and neglect because we have no obvious alternative we can start to potentially discover something else you know other otherwise the whole thing becomes like a shitty marriage you know you just kind of have sex now and again but just largely tolerate each other uh you know i mean look i don't know what the answers are but i was inspired to think about it and that for me you know, to be inspired to think about something, that is enough for me. It's not necessarily about getting answers. You know, I, f- I feel I might get close to it, maybe. I, I, look, I suppose what I'm trying to say is that I love magic, right? And I think that the gathering, the gathering, the assembly of magicians, is at the heart of our craft. Um, And I think we can find a new way. And I, I'm not, by the way, I'm not suggesting in any way, shape or form that the current convention disappears. Right? I'm not trying to replace the current convention. 
or shit on anyone's parade when it comes to what they do now. I just think, I was sitting there thinking, this is all we have. There should be some other choices, you know, some other formats that exist for learning. You know, I've tried a couple of them myself now and again. You know, I've tried to do some workshops and some bits and pieces, and they haven't worked how I've wanted them to. You know, they've, they've delivered what, the, you know, they've delivered, but I've, I've always been looking for a different form of interaction. And, and um, I, I think whatever it is, if we get close to discovering what that is, whatever it is, I think that the answer will be found with us being honest with ourselves and taking a risk, you know, and maybe in doing that, we'll, we'll discover something special. And I, I think in order to find truth, we have to be vulnerable, whatever that means. I don't know what that means. <laughs> Sounded good, though. Uh, but I think that I think we do have to do something like that. And I don't think I'm alone. I think that, I, uh, you know, I have a sneaking suspicion that this has, uh, I've started to think about it maybe too much, that I'm subconsciously planning something. <laughs> maybe I'm not. And this is the hallucinogenic fet effect of the endless McDonald's I have. It's still like undigested eyelids and cow tongue somewhere in the back of my brain I don't know you know have people saying oh come on then Ben you try it go on do a whole thing yourself see how you do be the change you want to see in the world I don't know you go and <laughs> and you know what I bet if I did it it would be awful and I'd say yep you're right it's not possible you know and you know what would happen all that would happen would be this ah there's Ben's event <laughs> oh my god that was a callback at that it's less cool though now i've referenced it i should have just i should have just not said anything yeah all right well that probably that probably signals the fact that i should stop talking but um yeah anyway so i've been inspired to think about that process and i i i think that we could do something really cool so you know if you guys have any ideas and please get in touch at the m word you know the m word at studio magic.com if you want to email us or instagram or whatever that is um and I'm going to continue to think about it. And I think it'd be really interesting to imagine what something like that could possibly be. Right. Enough of my ramblings. Uh, please come back soon. You know, we'll uh, hopefully you'll listen to episode four. And until then, please uh, rate and subscribe, uh, rate and uh, review on Apple Podcasts subscribe like share all that kind of jazz across all the platforms uh yeah until then see you soon this was a studio 52 production for more information visit studio 52 magic.com or find us on instagram facebook and twitter at studio 52 magic <laughs>